Yes, and we're here again. The Collective. Yes, passing music on to the next generation. Today, we've got on board with us K2, representative. Hello. As well as we have Uncle Vintage. Yo, what's good? Representative. Vinny. Yo, I want to start with either one, either one. Where y'all from? Where y'all at? Where you rep- like, where are you from? Oh, go ahead, my guy. It's a personal I'm, question I'm, now. I'm from uh, originally Ontario in, in uh, Canada. Okay, and what Thunder do you Bay. do? What do you do? I am a filmmaker. I make uh, I make movies and music videos and films and photography and just anything like visual medium playing. K2. Yeah. Visuals. Yeah. Nice. Like a media. Like visual visual assets, like media. Yeah, like you post it on your social media. Like, uh, okay, I've definitely w- that's worked sort of with the, you as well. The way of the times, right? Like everything is social media. Everything is you need you need content. Daddy made you some content. Here's your content. Yeah, but like, everybody got content. Everybody needs content. Everybody Kyle makes content. Everybody got like there's different qualities of content yeah. is where I'm going. I, I like to lean more towards very good quality content. Okay. That's like if you're gonna do something right, you might as well do it right. So you you're gonna do it right. Like if everybody's gonna show up, yeah, and we're gonna do it. Like we're not gonna phone it in and just make a piece of shit, and then go home and then have this written in history forever. Is like we wanted to go home at five, right? Like it's just a terrible. Like you want to show like we showed up. So you're saying like knocked it out of the park and we made something sweet. Right. Okay. So you're saying like making. Visuals shouldn't be so mundane as a nine to five. I'm like that's just a basic like kind of. That's my personal you gotta attitude. You got to add more like, experience to it, or no, like no, add more of yourself to it. What you are you? To, you where are you going? Uh, Eminem treats his job like a nine to five. There's stories of him showing up to the studio, nine a.m., taking th- lunch at one thirty. Five o'clock rolls around. He'll be halfway through recording. Do you think his music sounds like? Yes. A nine to five. Yes, I do. No, not like. No, it's because like so I, I think it, his it's, work it's, ethic is his work not, ethic is solid. <laughs> his work course. ethic is nine to five, but does his music sound as mundane as just a regular nine to five? I no, think, it doesn't. I think no. so. It sounds like an well, absolute. Not, I think I knew him. It sounds like a, a a roller coaster experience. You know what I mean? I I'm guess. sure he. Does, I'm sure he's still enjoying like making the, the music as much as 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 promoting the music or. or as much as his work ethic, as his nine to five, as him treating it as a nine to five, he, he enjoys probably every minute. He's still around for a reason, right? Here, I said me, he probably. I think he's getting confused. Do you believe that Eminem enjoys making music? No, I think he, no, no, no. I, okay. th- I think he did. Okay. I think he did. But I think at this point, he's one of those platinum rappers that can't retire. Because he's, you know, he's so he's famous. He's got, he's got, he's got everything. He's always going to be making major labels money, right? He's always going to be locked into that contract of give us five records, give us four records, give us this because they're always going to sell. I heard you say contract as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you're, with or without the contract, Eminem's Ellis probably, right? No, but the contract makes. No. Turns the music why do we into not so fun. Looking at it under this umbrella, of the illest. Like, why can't no, everybody? I'm, just I'm just saying, because your work <laughs> ethic brings you where you need to get to. Yeah. Wayne says, Lil Wayne says, keep working. You gotta I ain't work. Right, shit, because I ain't got work. time. It's work, right? Yeah. And so you're saying his nine to five efforts, right? It was fun when he started, but now for some reason. Uh, he just has this image out there where they're, they're going to always demand something from Eminem is what, yeah. is what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think, like, uh, I think he's tried with the video with, like, Cole Bennett that he did. I think he's tried. But, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that hit the way that it should have, right? And I, and I think, I think it kind of comes off as a formerly angry 45-year-old white dude still trying to be 20 years old on ecstasy, rapping about hating his well, mom and his wife. Because he's the first guy to do this. This business model hasn't lived out yet. Somebody who made, like, uh, fucking, Book I don't give a fuck, right? Like, that song, Aggressive you're not going to be able to keep that attitude forever because you'll die. You'll just catch on fire and explode. So what are you rapping about? Something you're going to become, you're going you're gonna to be, 
learn as a human being. You're going to grow. You're going to, I said, I'm sorry, mama. And then now he has a headlights where that story arc continues. He's like, I don't like that song anymore. They can't take I that wish away I didn't from him. Make it. Yeah, they can't take the, his right? great hits away from him. But like, I'm not saying they can take them away. It's just like we can. That is a time capsule of how he was experiencing life as a human being at that time, and now all of those stresses have gone away with the success. So like, the music is going to be completely different. Okay, two things. I, I've actually fell into this kind of experience with other artists where they've actually made music one way for years, and then now they've come to that roadblock where the public is demanding more than music but themselves their heart has now changed from yeah that type of writing um i'm thinking uh the times the time capsule that you're speaking of i mean first of all they exploited the man right they they just flat out just sold him sold him to all the young public right (laughs) that's exactly it yeah I, i am slim shady right went boom I think that thing's double diamond by now, at least. That's crazy. Right? So I'm asking you now, can you become too famous? Absolutely. Absolutely, is, you can be. Okay, like, wait. As you answer, what is too famous? So not being able to enjoy your existence outside of being famous. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're famous, right? You're, on, you're in a movie. You're, you're Kim Kardashian. She can't go fucking anywhere. Without 10 security guards, without an army of people around her, cameras, pictures, like she can't go anywhere. Eventually, that would drive a regular person insane. Insane. That would drive you insane. Imagine not being able to go to the grocery store. Imagine not being able to go to church. If you were born in the house like that. Well, if you're born in it, though, that's normal. But then you also don't get to experience what not being famous is. Right, so then you'll never know the other side of it. So it, when yeah. you're too famous, when you forget what not being famous is like, too famous is Cactus okay. Jack. Okay, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to associate being famous with being known. Right, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. no, no. Too known, you could be too known. Famous and known are like a, a synonym okay, in yeah, this context. Yeah, good, good. So explain your your explain what fame is to you. I want I want to hear this one. Because at, at this moment, you said that a person can become too famous that it's just uncomfortable for the paparazzi to just be following them everywhere, and now their lives are being hindered. And Okay, every, examples of too famous. So, like, Aaron Carter. Go ahead. Too famous. Too famous, too young, too famous. Too fast, too young, fucking crazy too shit. Too popular. Too popular, then went crazy. Ah, that's okay? what he's talking about. Then, you know, there's there's people like Selena Gomez. Super, you know, and then had a public eating disorder, public depression, you know, had to battle through all of that publicly. And everyone on the planet knew, like, you can't have any privacy at all. And then you have to then exist after that. That'd be impossible. That's impossible. So that's too famous. Being known, if you are, if you are Elon Musk, okay, one of the, the great billionaires to exist on our planet, that dude, if he fucking wears a hat and sunglasses, he can still go get groceries. He can still go into a thrift shop and get a sweater. And our people aren't going to be like, yo, that's Elon Musk. I'm kind of questioning, questioning that as of like the weeks of, of, of lately because he's no, just well, buying Twitter and all being that nonsense. Yeah. a little bit more in the media. You know, they're just really demonizing him. So really. don't read the news, look, 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 look. I know. I'm just, I like to pay attention, though, so I'm aware. Uh, uh, but as you're saying, your fame is just too popular, right? You're saying these people are just, yes. for themselves, they believe, what, they fall into this sign of depression and eating, let's say, eating disorder, that because they're too popular now, it's being expressed. And it just is. And exploited. The mental load that's put promoted, on the individual. Pretty much promoted and sold is grotesque. to everybody <laughs> else that either that they should. Because remember, whatever the media decides to highlight, that's what they're selling, you see. If they, if they decide to show her insecurities about her depression and eating disorder, it's also selling it to the rest of the public, saying it's okay for them to do it as well, right? right. It's, so, it's, or it's okay to feel this way, right? That's generally... Well, isn't it okay to feel most ways? Because that's why you're feeling it? Definitely, okay. Explain. So let's start Continue. there. But now they're too popular. Uh, 
now they're too, but now what they're too what popular. I had a point a minute ago of saying like what my interpretation of too famous would be would be like Travis Scott, where like he has his concert and he's just trying to get people hyped up and have a good time and people die by accident just because of the critical mass of the event and human beings being in that space. And then like it's a fiasco and people you got to blame somebody and it's just like there was just too many people there. That was the problem. There was too many human beings and, and nobody did the math of like the fluid dynamics of how can a crowd exit this space efficiently, right? Like nobody yeah. thinks about that because why the fuck would you? <laughs> so it's accountability. It's not accountability. I'm saying it's like a physical law of the universe that Travis Scott is too fucking famous because if he shows up and just goes, hey, I'm over here, someone's going to die by accident oh. just because of the sheer flow of people. Okay. Hey, you better be yeah. careful before yeah. the rages show up. Okay, so out of, I mean, out of you two, I'm, I'm definitely agreeing with that. Anywhere he goes and raises his hand as an international stu- superstar, he's definitely going to be uh, surrounded. But in the let me point fans. out, like it, it, rightfully so, though, because like it's just his music catalog is is delicious. Right. So there's a difference there. His his fame was f- music catalog as he as he rested on, and Selena there. Their popularity was like, would be more. It was like exploitative. Exploited. Yeah, it was like it was exploited, okay. and and like a lot of like that. Like no one should have to go through that publicly. Yeah, having no privacy is really what I was getting at. So like do you, you just believe that Selena Gomez? <laughs> I'm going to put this out there, but do you believe Selena Gomez has a Travis Scott catalog? Yeah. Which one? No, I don't think the catalog matches. No, no, absolutely not. But she has the exact same amount of fame where she puts up a hand and goes, hi, I'm here having well, coffee. For the wrong reasons is what yeah. you're saying? Right, yeah. Okay, explain this. Okay, because now I'm hearing content versus exploitation, right? <laughs> no, because like content, Selena Gomez at was the end exploited of the day, because they were using her physical illness to make money by making, like, people are going to click on it because it's about her. Okay. That is too famous. Like, if it's just like, oh, well... Uh, Phoebus had to go to the hospital because of some genetic thing that is nobody's fucking business. But they're trying to sell it on the market and yeah. raise the stock. And then it's it. like everyone's like, oh, it's get better, Phoebus. It's like when this could have happened and no one could have known about it. And like if you did, it's great. But like mm-hmm. we wanted to kind of keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that more people know, more people die. Okay. So out of content and exploitation, I'm, I'm asking you now, what does fame look like in 2022? Like it, it would be like shaped like a ball that's very pointy, and it, it's it's hard to stick to you, right? And then once it does stick to pointy? you, it sucks out your soul and kills you slowly. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> fame would be the leech now. The so leech of one's soul, yes. The the ultimate, like you want the fame because all of the things, the material possessions, the success, the comfort, all of that, all of that comes with the fame. But it also comes with the antimatter of the fame, which right. would be the destruction, the, the of, destruction self. of yourself, because it, that's I think what happens to everyone. Yeah, because now you have to give to something that's not going to. Well, give and it back, just right? it, we're, we're like having people like you post something, right? And someone says it, like a lot of people says it sucks or something like that. It's going to destroy you every time you hear it if you're the artist. So if 100 million people say that your art sucks, you're not going to take that very well, even if you're fucking John Wayne. You're going to be like, all right. And then you're going to go around the corner and be like, why are they going to do me like that? (laughs) Okay. Okay. While some will have a resilient effort. Right. Like everyone, everyone is, is a person. Everyone feels this way. Like if I say to you, I'm like, Phoebus, that song was trash. Uh, and like the, the, I use my voice like that. And when I say trash, you're like, oh my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you get shocked. Okay. That is when you read shitty comments on the internet. That's the same thing. Okay. Right? It's okay. still somebody projecting this pointless negativity at you. And it destroys yeah. you over time. And that's just seen like, look what it's done. To you a bunch see where of he's going with that. So you're saying the same fame that you're attracted to yeah. definitely will absorb this you. Is, I believe and what I'm saying is just taking the long way home of be careful what you wish for. Right, right, right. So you're saying, oh, wow. That is, there's a whole lot, actually. You know, so, uh, uh, all right. So the negative that you put out. <laughs> the negativity that one puts out into the world via the comment section or their respective news outlet 
you're saying that people share that um, experience, right? But what I'm saying is not everybody reacts to that experience the same. Yes. Because uh, as you're saying it, people come up with their crappy comments and that's how they like to feel that day ever, right? But how you take it in and how you actually absorb that information, it really is, and it doesn't really hurt past information, and then be able to expel it afterward, either in a positive or negative effort, will give you another will give you another another cause for another reaction, right? So let's say if you if the crappy comment I read was to some people, it would have made them cry, mm-hmm. right? And me, I'm like. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Right. What I'm well, saying is, my that next over time, that'll erode your spirit. If if you're consistently putting out material and you read the comments, and it's inevitably going to be okay. filled with a bunch of arbitrary negative horseshit. Because yeah. I'm from the internet, and I was this is in this back. front line wave of like trolls and. And, like, let's just send empty boxes to people's houses just to fuck with them, right? Like, like little, like, Chinese Same. water torture, but of the digital form. Which is probably happening in Eminem's case, is what he would make the, the claim over here for, because uh, he's saying over a certain amount of time of pure negativity going out, you had said. Well, I don't think Eminem's receiving, like, this giant tidal wave of negative no. energy. Well, it's always within. He, he started really, his career with I was just using Eminem as an example. I'm not trying to diss Eminem right? or anything. You Let's, know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had already stated, we, we had already stated whether the man had money or not, he'd ill. We, yeah. he, the man got too much skill to handle. Understandable. I, Understandably. I have an everybody comparison to make. Has their own I don't know about all you that. Believe there's, you, he Soundtrack believes there's a negative tone. He said we're not dissing Eminem. And this is Eminem. Okay, let's understand that. All right. So uh, you're saying the negative. Well, because Eminem started point. his career by saying a bunch of negative now shit. Now you can't escape but, it. Now but, they want to hear but, more like, of it. People want to hear more he's of it disputing. because now you're not allowed to say those. Like I come from, like my background is like George Carlin's seven words you can't say. And it'd be like, well, why can't you say them? And then like you can't say them. And there's a little while where you could start saying them. And then now you can't say them again. <laughs> And this is what I've noticed because I'm like, okay, so Eminem got traction because like his name is a, is a, is like a fractal and, and it's like, oh, well, what, like when I was a kid, I think I was in like the third grade and someone said Eminem to me the first time. And I thought of like the tube of chocolate. Cause that's what, like, that is just the mental thing I got. And then I went over to my friend's house and he played, forgot about Dre on a big shiny tunes on a green, shitty green plastic one speaker CD player that was see through. You could Same see the thing. disc spinning, mm-hmm. and but that hearing that don't 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 look don't like, and then Kyle liked hip hop from then on. <laughs> okay, okay, right. Okay, but he started with all this negative energy, saying bad words. Right, like he said, like Eminem hates fags. Like you can't you can't say that. And it's like, well, when you when you listen to it in the context of the song and yeah, where he's from, he's he's about to say the rest of his point right now. Yeah, like, uh, almost gonna gonna get there soon. I'm sure of it. Yes. Uh, well, you you derailed it. No, I didn't because you said Eminem has said so much. Oh yeah, he said so much negative shit, right? And that's how like he got blowback from the public, and like you can't cancel him. Is basically what they were saying. Like you can't have this popular guy propagating this negative energy but then now the tables have turned and now the public is propagating negative energy on the artist because they don't like something like music to be murdered by people didn't like it or, he's or talking like only revival. about the six percent let's say of actual those in the back of the class yeah. throwing spitballs at the teacher no the look. comment section and no the look. internet is They've distilled been still back of the classroom. a very small fraction of People that are out here and they're being exploited so that everybody else feels that they have to be the same way of some sort. But if you're promoting to the people who are the most reckless in the class, right? Aren't you gonna? And they're always promoting towards them. Then are some of them? Aren't some people who don't have an actual handle on on self and self awareness? Aren't they going to end up following and being influenced by those other ones? And they may not know who they 
are at the time. Like they may have listened to some rap music or whatever that may have changed their language and speech and became different people to whom they of their origin. I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to say, you know what I mean. So they listened to something, they changed, and now they're not who they used to be. Yeah, but that's. I think that it sounds like you're just describing the fluidity of the human experience. And I'm saying not everybody goes with everything. Yeah. So like you listen to music and it doesn't change your life and you don't think about it anymore. Yeah. And so you listen. I mean, to some music depends on what you're feeding yourself. Yeah. This is my point, I guess. So fame, you're saying for yourself, you said uh, Travis Scott was your. That's just my example off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Said that his fame is more the love of the content. He can't go anywhere without, you know raising his hand and his fans love and I do definitely have a fan of Mr. Scott's music <laughs> you already know and then you're saying that Eminem's fame would or even whoever you know what I mean like there's there's even freaking LeBron James LeBron James like even LeBron James what do you got to say like what's his fame in difference to fame looks like this fame looks like a exploitation and then the content what do you so the, the back to the original question you asked me though, what does fame look like? Fame is a fetish. Mm-hmm. That's what it is now. People want to be famous because they think that's what they should be. Or it, it physically. But back to them. back to where you know, like LeBron level famous. You know what I mean? Like he is still able to keep a relatively private existence. People don't really know about his business dealings. You know what I mean? He's towed the line of perfectly famous for his entire career. He's never been wrapped up in any nonsense. He's never been wrapped up in any any conspiracy or any sort of madness. He's starting to talk about like um, and like, you know, he's towed the line perfectly. So that's that's what fame. That's the ideal. That's what people want. That's what fame looks like in twenty twenty two. Is LeBron James? I don't like really? basketball. That is so different. That is so different. I can re- actually relate to music, but as a like a basketball, let's say they call a basketball icon, even with the, with the basketball record that he has, is pretty remarkable as well. Right. Okay, but you're saying him not having his personal life out there. Yeah, that's that, that, that would be ideal. Him right? not being wrapped up in any. No, no, yeah, no, like no. that's that's the okay, ideal, right? What about okay, 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 okay. So he's not being arrested. That's actually great for all humanity. Because <laughs> it I don't is think fantastic. All humanity should be arrested anyway. But we're not talking about being arrested. Well, I'm saying I'm saying step out of that. What did you say? Perfect celebrityism. Yeah, yeah, the perfect picture. Sure, they used to do it to Will Smith and stop it. Yeah, stop it. Same thing. Exactly the exact same thing. Right, and when you stand for what's right in an era where they stand for what's not then you become the bad guy, even though you did what is right. Yeah. Right. What's right now isn't going to be right 10 years from now. Is that fame, that that same destruction of self, is that fame that you're talking about? That's the fetish of it. That's what happens when you you, you want that. This is the... Like like radiation, right? Like you're around it too much, it'll disassemble you. (laughs) Yeah, like, but that's... that's So what what you're saying is that... uh, Fame right now is a, a fetish to kill yourself or destroy self. Yeah, to become something S- that you think you need to be. Becoming something you think you need to be. Yeah. So infamous would be like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> like, like Char- everyone Charles knows Manson who that is, is but oh my god, he's so famous for the wrong reasons. Like everyone knows who that guy is for the absolutely wrong reasons. That's why there's like emotion to, in to, today's to era, not mention people's names when they do bad things. Because that's why like, like, so like if they get plastered all over the news, like everybody knows who Charles Manson and Jeffrey Dahmer are. So like, they're like, don't sure. say their fucking name. And then they just go away. And people like that will disappear forever eventually because. Okay. Turn you back on the em. ghost. <laughs> Turn you back on the ghost. Okay. Okay. Uh, understanding that fame fetish is destruction of self and then the ghost. Okay, maybe we can move right along. Wow. <laughs> wow, there was a lot there to chew down. I didn't think that being famous would go so down the rabbit hole. That's that what, what happens on what the collective. Wanted? That's exactly what happens on the collective. Yes, yes uh, of course that's what we 
want to happen, but we want to bring out, um, you know, what's inside of people. You know, mm-hmm. you're your visual master of your art, right? Mm-hmm. Uncle Vintage, the rap. He he says uncle now, yeah. all right? Master rapper of your class, right? Yes, sir. And you guys are talking because people are looking up to you two of well in your respective fields. That now fame itself is not something that should be sought out, sought after. Well, it's never been something that should be sought after. It's something oh, I mean, people see. people see. People see it and they're like, "I want to be rich and famous, and I want everyone looking at me." And it's like they're they're always going to be looking at you. Nothing you do will be private. And now with the internet, like there's things that I've done in my personal life, and I'm nobody at all. And I've created data on the internet that just seems to exist in perpetuity now. Okay. And like, where is that data? Is it just sitting on a hard drive with a green blinking light in San Diego? Yeah. And it's just that one little piece packet information okay. is just going to be there. Segway. Is it going to get deleted at any point? Segway. We could talk about that because I know there's a lot of personal data that I definitely even have had in my own emails that I can not find after three years. Yeah. Going back. And I understand how much, you know, you have to pay for your all, your storage and everything. So <laughs> or uh, I don't believe it's a delete, though. Like when you, when you, let Phoebus, ask, answer me this question. When you fill a, a, a hard drive or a, a memory stick with data, does it change its weight? Does it get more heavy or less heavy depending on how much data is on the stick? I'm sorry, it does not. Where, how come it has a limited amount of data that can be in the stick then? Okay. Generally, people create a size of space based on... Well, I'm just saying, like, shouldn't there be, like, data infinite? should be in abundance. You says infinite. Yeah. Data, like, to digital... To be found should be digital in Digital data is infinite because it's always being created, and computers are always reading through it like DNA, and then the Internet is uh, doing its own thing. On. I heard you say reading through it, so it yeah. has to be stored somewhere. It has to be stored somewhere. That's what I mean. Like, I've made things, like, posted things to websites that still exist, like 15 years later and like my involvement with that data was so short. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how long it's going to be there. Okay. So you're talking about so stains. In, in the, think of it like stains you did on your record, not stains on my record. I'm talking about just like my, my personal Facebook Suck. that I created in like 2005 or 2007 sure. where I would just say, I, I thought I was being though. clever and I'm just saying like dumb shit. Like why is the pizza round in the box square? I'm saying, I guess it's more for their use. <laughs> Whoever's storing so I the data I, I missed out has on probably tags on it because of this Facebook profile. So I deleted it. So it doesn't exist anymore. You can't go back and see what I did in high school because I got rid of it because someone went there and went, this guy hasn't grown at all since high school. I'm like, well, no, you're just going back and looking at the data that's old. I'm, I'm, I'm a respectable adult now. Look at me. Okay. I'm not spilling screwdrivers all over myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, you're into visuals now, obviously. <laughs> Correct? Like the drink, <laughs> not the tool. Ah, <laughs> so you tried to even catch me off guard. I, could, I was almost wondering if there was time for therapy in that data storage. <laughs> You Am I know, talking too much? Ha- no, I'm wondering. Maybe somebody has got your data, and you're wondering, are you too famous to get your data back? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not famous at all. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who you are. Well, like, that's I not true. In the, in the existential sense, that's not true. But, like, the general population doesn't typically know who Kyle general is. General population? What does that mean? Like, like the, the 8 billion other human beings that are eight on the billion? planet? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you going to reach them one by one? No, too much. Not possible. Too much. Take too long. Possible. By the time I get to the end, there'll be more people and it'll be physically impossible to meet everyone. Probably physically, I bet. Yeah. Physically and just and logistically impossible for sure. Okay, okay. How about the internet? The internet? That cut down a lot of people. You can't meet everyone on the internet. How many people are on the internet? A lot. How many? I don't know. How many of the 8 billion? Uh, probably 6 billion. Oh, I thought it was even less. No, like everyone has a phone. 
You go anywhere in the world, so everybody has a phone. You can capture six out of eight billion of the people. Yeah, now so because like of connected, Instagram. like people that you're able to make an impression on. So you on. can actually almost meet everyone. No. Well, it, you you got to get off of this concept because it can't happen. <laughs> There's no way to meet no, I'm everyone. I'm wondering if somebody actually has your data that made you feel very... I don't think any individual has it. Like, I, I have Falkyrie instead. Okay. I'm going to take it. I'm going to yeah. just hold on to it. You you went into a place there. I was wondering. That's, that's really what about you mean it. into a place? Yes. Uh, uh, well, you were talking about... Let's unpackage this. Yes. You, let's. Let's. We were talking in the now where you had went back into time and had told me about your data being online from about high school or something where yeah. you can't now go back. Not just my data, your data as well. My data as well, and but I don't data. believe it's. I don't believe it's deleted though. I believe it's stored, probably used for actually the knowledge of human beings. The study of oh, when aliens yeah. come, they'll find it buried in the mountains. <laughs> Clear your browser. You know, we're, we're going too far into the future now. We should catch up with what they're doing before we get. Who's there? Of... Who's they? They. Who's there? Anybody know about the WEC or what is it? Uh, WEF. Oh gosh, World Economic World. Forum. No. Yes, I take pictures. You do. Vintage, you're up. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> okay. Well, economic forum. I don't know enough to talk about it intelligently. Truly. So I would prefer to not. Because okay. I don't want to make a fool can you, of myself. Can you, can you go more into what how they affect your life? I mean. Because I think they're going towards the AI. So that's why I was wondering about the stored energy well, rather is, than everything the by nature is going towards ai because something has to keep track of the data and human beings are too i don't want to do this anymore so you need to get a, a thoughtless thinking robot to process ones and zeros at the speed of light rather than paying me to do it and begrudgingly um, make mistakes about it <laughs> okay right so everything when you're dealing with like large chunks so of data choose the machine no i don't choose the machine i'm just saying that uh, it's AI? a logical next step because the the numbers are so gigantic okay not for any sort of philosophical or moral oh. purpose it's okay. just oh Can't my god me, look at all so. of these numbers let's get a robot to do this all right that's why like probably the computer was invented but yeah definitely to store a lot of our data to compute things for us yeah all right, we're going to take a quick break. We're not going to take a quick break. Uncle Vintage, you're up. Yeah, I've been here. I've been hanging out. <laughs> Man. Man, I wanted going. to hear more about the World Economic Forum. I, I, uh, like I said, like, yeah, no, uh, no, I, I don't really know enough about the ins and outs of it to speak about it intelligently. Mm -hmm. And I so just think they're more of a group of people who believe maybe entitled in it's maybe it's entitlement. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, they claim the power and sovereignty over the earth. Does it, do they claim the power and sovereignty over you being a, a citizen of the earth? Yeah, that's that's a little wild. But I mean, the, what what can we do about it? And that's really what the question is. What can we do about it? And the Pay if no you don't if you don't want that if you don't want if you if you don't want people claiming your life effectively like you can be here because we say it's okay effectively, then you have to do something about it. But the likelihood okay. of gathering, you know, five and a half billion people together, in order to respectively deal with, if you deem it a problem to deal with that, is very unlikely. So the structure in place right now is very much a structure that isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Let's keep them fighting amongst themselves so we, the mm. rich, can run away with all the fucking money. Let's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep them fighting amongst themselves so we can get the money. That's, that's pretty much the, the whole goal. Um, okay, so you're saying there's nothing you can do? No, there is lots the we can do. There is lots we can do. But okay. getting everyone on board with a cause, like everyone mm, getting on board the with the... Cause about it. But I'm I'm just saying like knowledge itself has now come to our our, our uh, 
uh, let's say our platforms. Now we even have the inkling of what the World yeah. Economic it's, Forum it's is. The, it's the control of knowledge, and whoever controls the knowledge has the power because then people without knowledge cannot act against the people controlling the knowledge. Right. Which is the thing, like, I think that the, the cancel culture and banning shit is, is short-sighted and weird because, like, you can't tell me as an individual that's alive in the universe mm-hmm. that I can't build things out of phosphorus because you can use phosphorus to make a bomb, but you can use right. it to do other things as well. Yeah. So fuck off with that. Okay. okay. Right. So yeah. like you can't, you can't ban the fundamental elements of the periodic table. Is what I'm saying. They don't belong to anyone. The That's universe right. created them. That's right. So like having a thing like the I use the phosphorus or like a fertilizer. You can use it to fucking explodes just because of its the chemistry. Man, where we're going. Where we're going. And it's like you, you can't 3D print a gun and everyone's distracted by this arbitrary issue. But it's like you're while well, you're worried about while well, you're fucking watching a quiet one, a noisy one's going to kill you. Right. Like uh, it, it's illegal to 3D print a gun. Let's have this go around the news. Let's distract everyone with this fucking problem. That's not an actual problem, because while you're like, oh, my God, can we 3D guns out of plastic? I'm over here machining one out of metal. And nobody yeah. cares about that because that's how you make a gun. <laughs> okay. And it's just a tool that does a thing and it's fundamental in its way that it functions. It just, it's mechanical advantage and right. compression of gases and that right. is it. Okay, so you're saying there should be no rule on I think that the knowledge use should of, be on, given in on, abundance. Let me, let me, knowledge should be given in abundance. I, if you ask for it, brother, you will get, okay? Um, and I'm saying that you believe there should be no bounds on the use of the natural elements of the earth. There should be no saying? bounds on creativity of any kind. Correct. But, but uh, with the understanding that yin and yang, good and evil, if there's going to be good things, therefore there's going to be bad things. And okay. we fundamentally understand that. So when the bad things show up, we don't get distracted and try and ban the bad things because it was always mathematically going to be part of the situation. Okay. I don't think as you create a table, if it doesn't have a choice for itself. Mm-hmm. So as these things, as you create things mm-hmm. out of materials, they don't have a voice or any movement for the, nonetheless... The person who uses it. Yeah, guns don't kill people. People kill people. This is the point. This is yeah. the point. So, uh, don't kill people. Well, yeah. Obviously, why would they want to put what you're talking about here as the subject matter being uh, 3D guns, and then I'm just pulling your these out of examples that I know in my head that people it. argue about. Okay, so you're saying it's a distraction. I'm exactly. Oh. The issue in and of itself is a distraction because it. We went from AI. Yeah. Okay. We went from AI storing data, mm-hmm. using it. And the only ones who could probably create this are those who barely hear about here uh, of the World Economic Forum, who may not have the best interest of ourselves as a general mass and we of people. Can, uh, we can reject your reality and substitute our own. That is always a have, possibility. This is where we're talking about knowledge now. Knowledge really being the use of knowledge, yeah, and the application and of using knowledge. Application of knowledge is really the actual solving to how to defeat any oncoming barrage of distractions. Any oncoming barrage of distractions so or potential manipulations. The distraction from comes whether it's uh, gun control and they're trying to go after the legal gun owners instead of those who are in criminal. Yeah, when but do the criminals follow the law ever? Give me some examples, please. I'll wait. That was a good moment of silence. I didn't hear anybody actually jump up. <sighs> they don't have a way to respond to us. Okay. I'm thinking this. Uh, the use of knowledge, If you, I mean, I think you said that we should be all given Knowledge in abundance. Yes, I don't think you should have to pay to go to college. I think there's access now for knowledge in abundance. Because, because now we have Uncle Uncle Vintage just sat back and started enjoying the conversation. I'm here. No, I'm here. Yeah. Are you, 
knowledge in abundance. Does that make sense to you? Yes, absolutely. So, well, that's what our phones are. You could literally have access to every piece of knowledge the world has ever been given, ever. Okay. In the po- in your pocket. Interesting. The AI. Okay. So now, what you do with that information, though, and whether it's factual information, whether you do your homework on that information, is entirely up to you. So anyone deserves access to information. Everyone deserves. Access to information should be free. It should be given out widely. How much worth would you put on this information is it priceless no no it's priceless it is priceless we cannot put a monetary value on knowledge you but you can in terms of data which is a what is ai is doing which is what isn't what they're doing they're uh, doing this right now that's all it is that's why facebook is worth so much money because it has so much data and it has all this information that it can sell to companies to then help them advertise better are they making money off you right now because yeah. you talking, sharing pieces That's not of even knowledge. a question. They're I definitely mean, everyone's making, making money, money except for us, right? <laughs> and we're, all we're doing is going around producing this data absentmindedly because you can't not, because your phone does it. And they okay. use it, and they can literally see human behavior in like a physical shape, probably. Yeah. They can take all of that data and show it like it was a pentadodecahedron or some shit. Okay, right? Spell that. No. Okay. Uh, so with all this data that's now being sold and used against us, I'm going to go right to it. I think it's a lot to do with the lyrics we hear on major mainstream radios and television uh, broadcastings, okay? So because people are writing scripts for people, do you believe that writing your own Uncle Vintage because he's the rap extraordinaire yourself. I don't know. I don't know. As a, as a visualizer, do you believe that somebody should be writing the script for you in terms nah. of the storyboard for Hola, Uncle Vintage? Should people be writing your lyrics, or do you believe that having your lyrics written for you is better? It depends on the situation. Both are equally both both are equally as okay. But it depends on who you are. So, for example, if you are someone like Drake, okay, who has a thousand different business ventures and a thousand different hands and a thousand different pots doing things, you don't have time to sit down and write a song and sit with your producer and make custom beats. You don't have that time. So what you do, you hire songwriters to sit in a room and say, these are my topics. You still have to head the project. You still have to tell your writers what to write about. They still have to know your writing style. And it's up to you as the artist to say, this fits with what I am. So there's an art in that. There's an art in in, um, business, the architecture of the project. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who is, you know, a locally, you know, well-known musician, you should be writing your own songs. Why? Because you're when saying people that you don't have your hand you, in many businesses to be busy to to actually write your own lyrics. But if that's the case, if that's the case, then that I assume I assume that's going to be a one-off case. You're saying time. You're saying time is what's separating you from being the lyric writer or the one who has the lyrics written. And for time them. and money, time and money. So if you. If you have the time to make your own music, you should be writing your own lyrics. If you worked three jobs and you have enough extra disposable income to hire a songwriter with, you know, a, a working relationship that, you know, you've handed them some of your work and they know how you write, then that's a different situation. But not many artists have enough of that um, wherewithal to fucking find someone that writes like them. What? You are, you're telling me that a lot of artists are just straight up broke while they don't have any songwriters. Yeah. 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 How come you can't just stay straight out like that? What's going on with you? Here you go. <laughs> he's, he's just a human. He I'm talks just that way. Just, <laughs> K2. Hey. You hear, you hear what's going on? Yeah, I hear what's going on. Yeah. I think that if you're using the model of like an artist, a local artist... Sure. Right? So let's just say like Fee Bus. Okay. From Calgary. Yeah. And I'm a kid in Calgary that likes Phoebus. Okay. And I find out he doesn't write his own music. Okay. Which isn't true, by the way. I'm just using it as an example. Explain. Let's talk. Uh, then I'm, I personally, because I like lyrical, thoughtful, 
very complicated, difficult philosophical connections in music like this. Sure. And I want to see other people that can think this way. And I want to relate with them that way. So like the, 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 the J. Coles and the Kendricks and like things like that. I like to be taken on these rides. Okay. I didn't think of it that way. So do you believe uh, they should be writing their own lyrics? At their, at their level, no. Because level. They're, they're a commodity at that point. So then it's like you got to... You always got to be producing J. Cole albums. Okay. You can't be producing this whack shit this that you're doing by yourself. Thing we was talking right? about. And it's, it gets to a point, Mine's and it, like it's, it's, I see these things as like, this is inevitably just what happens. So don't, okay. don't resist it. Don't fight it. You bought the ticket. Take the ride. This part's sweet. That part's not. People also forget that there are many different jobs within being a musician. There is the songwriter job. There is the producer job. There's executive producer. There is, you know what I mean? There are all of these things. And like, if you sample someone, you have to accredit, you have to credit them as a writer. If you, you know what I mean? And so like in, ev like in a Kanye West album where there's 35 samples that make up a song, there's going to be a thousand different writers, which then makes it seem like no one writes their own music. There's like one song that's like, so like the credits can be misleading on an album really. too. Okay, so you're saying sampling for the benefit of the audience um, can be misleading because the production credits has as writers a hundred names, no. right? Versus, but they're all focused under the the projected name, which would have been Kanye. I, in in this matter. instance, yeah, uh, I like it's you had said, and I believe where you were leaning to was the authenticity of the artist mm -hmm. because you're you you dig the artist rap style and you that's. Right. There had to be there had to be a hook Hopes to get the audience's attention in the first place, right? So what I'm saying is that if you're starting out and you're using the example of a local rapper, in this case Phoebus, I want Phoebus's art, I want what yeah. Phoebus is saying to be authentic and grown from Calgary. Okay. I want it to have Calgary problems in it. And, and say, like whenever I hear Thunder Bay referenced in a song, which isn't very often, I go... <laughs> Okay. And like usually, like, like that personal, like it's yeah, it's like my personal artist. connection with with that's the part lyrics, of, on the you didn't say whether from. what if the what if the artist flat out was not writing their lyrics ever and they were just like I'd still be stoked to hear my hometown because brother. you had still fallen for you had fallen for that uh, the references to the city you were in yeah. the references that your city you're living but, in and it's it's a different then you like the whole rap style and everything but still you didn't know if the artist wrote the lyrics for himself mm -hmm. right so uh, you could probably be duped easily right you know they yeah, gave you an you, image out here that's the, they uh, said i choose to believe that the artist created the content earnestly and I'm not really going to spend any mental time worrying about the authenticity of the art because here it is, the art, and the art is great. Like the fucking guitar riff from Bulls on oh Parade is always going to be fucking awesome, and I don't care. That is my opinion, and that is my connection with okay. that okay. piece of audio recording, yeah. right? Yeah. And every anytime I hear it in any context, I'm going to be like, fuck yes. Okay. Okay, you go hard with that. Like as soon as you like something, you yeah. let it be known. You let it be known. You let exactly. it be known. I like this. All right. Uh, uh, as Uncle Vintage was making reference to the lyrics and the busyness and the business of the art, business, right? It took over, and it's all. But it's always been that way. It well, just hasn't been marketed that way, right? Like Prince, okay, was always a successful business first. Because you have to be a successful business in order to be a successful artist, right? Like if you're just a mom and pop shop and you open up a random store somewhere with no advertising, you don't tell any of your friends, you're going to be there for six months and waste all your money and it's going to go away. That's not a successful business. But if you know you have a decent product, but you market it ex excellently, you have a good team behind you, you have a model going forward then you're going to be a successful business. And then using that successful business, you can then produce more successful art, which is the product of the business. 
And in order to do that, sometimes you need to bring other people on board to create a better product for your business. Yeah. Right? It's just like, you know, um, um, in... Collaborations. In Formula One, <laughs> in Formula One, the Renault F1 team gets sure. their engine from Honda. Yeah, yeah like you have to. Engines. You got to, right? R&D, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a better... one engine, fuck. It's a better thing. So that's what we're going to do. Hmm. So I'm saying... In terms of the business, because we have to land the plane here. Yep. You're saying the business is allowed to take over. You're allowed to be drained from this fetish of fame that is destroying yourself that will pay you out. And it's okay to build your business bigger because the bottom line, money... Yeah. Well, no, it's not that. In order to make any money, you still need good art. You still like, especially in music, like you still need good art. Like if you're fucking, if That's your music the prime sucks to the engine, that's the problem. You needed that to get in the door. Right. You needed that to get in the door. Once mm-hmm. you're in the door, you know you what needed to make. To be good at if, anything. If I show up at a car dealership and I want to test drive a Rolls Royce and I show up in a shitty Honda Accord, they're not going to let me. That's it. If I show up in anything else of any sort of like a like a my shitty old Cayenne. Mm-hmm. That might get me enough. Okay, he's got that, so we'll let him look at that. Okay. Right? That's a good comparison, I think. That's it. That's it. So for time, lyrics, I think fame, honestly, in, in 2022, based off of what y'all are saying, honestly, is just being a moderate business as known by a substantial amount of people for your independent career, not overly done, not underwhelmed either. Running, like we're not going to do stupid shit like put a sign on the moon. Good, but to be doing it for the exploitation of oneself will lead to this overworked destruction of self. Yes. Plane landed. That was a collective thought. Thank you for. Thank you for joining us again, K- Kyle from K2 and Uncle Vintage. Thank you for having Y'all us. Y'all have anybody yes, to shout out? Um, just myself. Um, <laughs> shout out Uncle Vintage. Um, I have a new single dropping on December 2nd called New Porsche. Uh, another one on December 9th called Good Dope. And my album, Wolf Street Scholar, on January 1st. Hey. I'm available everywhere. Find hey. me on Instagram at, at underscore Uncle Vintage. Go and everywhere it, else, uh, just at Uncle Vintage. Go get it. And I'd like to shout out uh, the other half of my company, Abby. Yes. Uh, she's right over there. Yeah, uh, excellent. We're, we're a team. We do it together. Excellent. That's, that's important. I can't right. do it without her. I'm going to shout out K2, the high-quality work. Make sure you get out there and get it. Because, again, we're gone. The collective <laughs> podcast passing the music on to the next generation. They ain't ready for this. <laughs>